This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 531 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Brendan Kelly, his company, 365 Wealth Partners. Brendan, how you doing? I am well, sir. How are you? <laughs> doing great. And I really appreciate you coming on board today, carving out time because, you know, finances, you know, however you want to label it, wealth uh, and so forth is really, really important. And uh, boy, you know, if you don't have your wealth strategy straight or your finances straight, it can really uh, wreak havoc in our lives. So this is this is great. Let's start, Brendan, with your company, 365 Wealth Partners. Tell us about it. Sure. Um, so local company, uh, we initially started... Uh, my, my, part, my business partner and I, uh, her name is Catherine Bird. Um, we initially started kind of at the big banks. Um, started myself, started as a part-time teller, and so did she, actually. Really? We did, yeah. Very so cool. We both um, learned everything on the banking side of the chain. Um, my path was to start as a part-time teller. Uh, it's kind of a, a longish story, but um, my dad w- had worked at a big bank for 30 plus years. So I thought, hey man, why don't you give me an in, give me a nice <laughs> job. He said, I'll see what I can do. This happened to also be uh, at the end of 2008 which was Mm -hmm. not a great time for banks, the economy, or the world. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) And so in the middle of the great financial crisis, when you were seeking employment at a bank, it didn't matter who knew you or who you knew, um, or the fact that my dad also worked in in a relatively obscure part of the bank. So he called the recruiter, and she effectively said, tell him to apply online and hung up on him. Oh, <laughs> which wow. was which was a good thing yeah um, yep. so started they, they were actually on a uh, a hiring freeze other than part-time tellers so that's how i got my start in finance um i actually kind of thought that i was going to go back to school to figure out what i wanted to do and i fell in love with every aspect of the financial world um Kind of a similar story, a little different for Catherine, but also started and worked her way up through. So I took my ride at the first big bank as far as they would let me take it. So I got uh, a fair amount of my licensing and some experience, mostly in sales uh, there. Mm. And then I guess what you, what you would call who, the, the guy who was my senior partner at the first uh, stop on my career, he left and went independent. And he said, listen, man, everything's on you, but we'll at least let you pursue the next round of licensing. So I went independent um, without any, without a single client. Uh, <laughs> anyone listening, I do not recommend that. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, it, it ended up working out. I got the rest of my licensing, which was the most important thing. I built a smallish, very small practice there. Um, but got the rest of my investment licensing, which is what I wanted to do as soon as I really got into this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
from there, another different big bank found me on um, social media, LinkedIn, um, and they made me an offer that I could not refuse, given that we had just found out that we were pregnant with my son. Mm. So um, the offer there was salary plus, and at that point in my life, the answer was yes. As soon as <laughs> A salary can be a good thing. <laughs> you got it. Absolutely. Check. <laughs> yep. And so at that next stop, that's where I really, um, I spent probably six years there. Um, I learned, got a couple more uh, extra licenses, that type of thing. Um, learned a lot about how to manage a really big business mm. um, and how not uh, le learned a lot of things that I didn't like um, about the way that, you know, certain, just certain things that I, I love, certain things I didn't like. So um, at, at, at one of the, the main sticking points, um, one of the big reasons why we left went independent and we formed 365 Wealth Partners uh, is because at one point I had 600 households that I was expected to uh, service and manage well. Um, and I would say that a lot a lot of folks don't know this, but that's uh, really typical. Um, and it's not humanly possible to actually do. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Learned, learned how to steer the big ship as well as I could, but also knew that I just, there were too many people and I knew that I couldn't do what I needed to do for the people who meant the most to me. And then there were probably two or 300 people that I saw maybe once a year. And it was, it was tough to gain any traction from a relationship or to really understand what they were trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of balls in the air. And then especially yeah. when people really need you, you know, if there's something going on in the market, how do you even manage that? Right. You, you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so anyone who says they can, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of it at, um, you know, when, when you're talking about the larger corporations, um, when you're talking about, the way that business is done there, it's it's really a, um, as opposed to managing wealth or managing finances. Realistically, your main job is to gather assets for the larger corporation that you work for. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is not not necessarily a negative. It's just true. Um, and so, I always loved the aspect of working with a smaller group of folks and getting more hands-on with the investments. Yeah, yeah. So I love to pick the individual companies that we invest in, um, the different strategies that we employ. So in order to do that on our own terms, we started 365 Wealth. Wow. So you covered so much. Um, I mean, what a journey. I, I always love to hear about the journey because, I mean, it defines us. Um, we learn lessons along the way. Uh, you know, you hear about the risk, like you said, you know, you don't recommend anyone starting, you know, I'm just going to say a new business, but in your case, you know, a, a financial services company without any clients. Uh, right. but, yeah, it's you know, 
you did it. I did. Um, yep. And and uh, you learned a lot from it, and it really prepared you for your next step and your next step, and and yep. here you are. So uh, wow, really appreciate you sharing that, and uh, you know, welcome to uh, where you are currently. Yeah. And you know, it, it's, it's been uh, about it's been about two and a half years. Um, it's been a roller coaster for a lot of things on the personal side for all of us. But professionally, it's been relatively smooth and very rewarding. Yeah. And, you know, Brendan, I'm, I'm guessing that the name 365 Wealth Partners is about your clients. But, you know, what I got from your story, it's really about you guys. And, and you've been able to really get an understanding of all the different aspects from your work experience and your journey. Right. And, and it's in 365. It's all about, well, actually, Catherine reminded me um, when we were sort of selecting the name. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, you know, everybody understands that this business is about math. But the most important to me, uh, the most important equation that you got to remember is you 100 by 360, 100 times 365. You might, if you're lucky, get 100 years on this earth, 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't spending that time uh, making the most out of those 100 by 365, then you're doing it wrong. Um, so let us take the stress of money off the table for you yeah. um, and allow you to go do the things that you want to do with your limited time here that you have on this earth. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So how about mis misconceptions? Uh, I know there are quite a few in in your world. Um, what do you hear that you can speak to? One of the one of the ones that I love, <clears throat> sort of a I guess it's almost a crusade, um, and it can rub people the wrong way to even hear it, but it's true. Um, the person sitting across the desk from you, if you're the client. What you think your advisor does for you may not line up with what they actually do. And making sure that you both, both the advisor and the client, understand that. And if everybody's okay with it, then everybody can move on. But a lot of people sit in the on the client side of the table and say, Well, my advisor invests my money and they pick my investments. And that is majority false. Um, a lot of the money management actually gets out, outsourced to a third party. Huh. So if you, through the use of yeah. different types, you know, mutual funds, um, that's not something that your advisor is actually, now they may be picking the funds. They also might not even be picking the funds. It might be mm -hmm. another third party picking other third parties. So what do you think your advisor is doing for you? What do you think the person sitting across the table is doing for you? Are you okay with that? And if not clear the air, and if you still don't like what you see, then there, there are other options. Wow. Wow. Very uh, eye opening. I'll leave yep. it at that. That's uh, that's and great advice, man. How about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? 
uh, revolves around the family a lot. Uh, <laughs> got an eight, eight-year-old boy, a six-year-old little girl. Um, yeah. My wife is Dana. The, my son is Sean. Uh, daughter is Avery. Um, we like to hang out at home a lot. Um, we do love going to the beach, particularly Sanibel Captiva. Uh, yeah. Uh, once you once you cross that bridge and the speed limit is thirty miles for the rest of your way, um, that's one of the slowing down uh, is sometimes can be tough for my nature, um, <laughs> and it's it's mandatory out there. So it's mm. a, that's a very relaxing place. Yeah, and then really, uh, I, I joke with my wife all the time. The main reason that I get up and go to work every day is so that we can go to Disney. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Particularly, there's a couple uh, places we like to stay. Um, we do it. You know, we, we have season passes, so we don't have to go. Uh, when we go, we don't have to go all out. Mm-hmm. When I hear people say they dislike the particular experience, what my, my, my answer every time is you're doing it wrong. that's good it it can be so that you know the beach occasionally um i'm awful at golf just horrific um i like to go fishing but it can take so much of the day although i have recently had the pleasant experience of getting my eight-year-old out on a couple trips oh neat and he's he's as hooked as i am Uh uh-huh um and then yeah from there it's it's a lot of disney all right. So th- I have two follow up questions. So this is sure. awesome because the, you know, I always ask those that are out there fishing your best fish story. So yep. do you have one? Uh, man, there, yeah. And, and, and it, and it results in, in the typical fish story that we don't have any proof. Um, <laughs> my, my, my brother and I, he, he lives here in Fort Myers too. Um, maybe a little more than a decade ago, we were fishing off of the Sanibel pier and we were shark fishing at night. Mm. We put down a piece of bait that was the size of my arm and something picked it up and we fought it for like two and a half hours. We actually moved off the pier, down onto the beach. We got waist deep in water, running up and down. And then after two and a half hours, something failed in the gear and it was gone. Ah. Well, you you might be better off if you didn't bring that. Yeah, face. no kidding. That would have, yeah. <laughs> that have been more biting off more than we could chew. Oh my goodness! Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. How about I? So, with all your experience of Disney, to help those who have been doing it wrong all these years, what's what's that big tip? What do you recommend? Yeah. Um, so, if you if you can find a property, uh, go go for at least two or three days. Mm-hmm. Find a place on property and they have yeah. when it comes to cost they, they have things that are just as cheap as the holiday and around the corner but then what you find is that you're immersed in the magic yeah. the entire time and make sure you take a day to just explore your hotel uh yeah. it doesn't matter i mean they are epic each one is yes. epic in its own right and when you do go to the parks don't expect to get everything done that you think you're going to get done. Yeah. Now they're changing a couple things right now that um, it'll be easier to do the really top ticket rides. Mm. Uh, but if you want to, if you got small kids like us and you want to leave by lunch, 
do it, particularly for Florida residents. Um, yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to go back, don't try to jam it all into one trip. Yeah. yeah it's so funny you bring up, you know, spend time getting to know your resort. It reminds me of when our kids were young and we were at the uh, the Grand Floridian. Yep. And we were so busy going to this park and that park and that park. And finally, the last day we said, no, we're just going to chill, hang by the pool. And we found things in that resort that we hadn't known about for a full week. We're like, oh, my goodness, if we had known this was here, we would have changed everything. And that's a particularly great one. Yeah. But they're all like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you'll find themed pools, themed dinners, lunches, themed drinks. You've got, I mean, it's just yeah. each resort is its own little experience. Yeah. Very, very cool. It mandates that I continue to get up and go to work every day. Yeah, <laughs> in, order good afford, in order to afford these things, you got it. Yep, yep. It's funny. So, how about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, Brendan? What comes to mind? A period of time that you're able to kind of power through and uh, get to the other side, and you now can say, "Hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger." Yeah, that um, pretty pretty acute. Um, we uh, we went independent February of 2019, and my dad passed away unex- unexpectedly in March of 2019. Mm. Uh, so that was obviously a storm of events. Yeah. Um, learned a lot about myself. Uh, learned how to uh, maintain resilience through that. Um, and wouldn't say that I'm through it, but getting to- toward the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of reconnecting with family, a lot of trying to understand a lot of things about this. And it also really played into that equation that is the most important. Um, and it's why I live the, the, the mantra every day. Mm-hmm. At most, you might get 100 years on this earth. Yeah. Um, so make sure you try not, you waste as little time as possible. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, one, thank you for, for sharing that. I can still just tell from your voice, uh, it pains you, uh, uh, but you know, yeah, this interview is just full of gems and, and, uh, wonderful advice and life experience. So I really appreciate you sharing that. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about 365 Wealth Partners, what would that be? Guess it goes into the 365, which it, it can also be said every day. Um, we really do manage wealth every day. We are really are here for you every day. Um, there's not a lot of things you need to do in the market on weekends, but um, sometimes people need reassurances. We're here as a sounding board for everything financial, but I'm not just talking about or talking to the people with X millions of dollars and up. Hmm. We also like to work with everyday type of people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's, there's, we still have some capacity. If we needed to figure out a way to increase capacity to a certain point, we would, uh, but we do keep a relatively tight lid on how many humans we're willing to work with. Right. Um, and w- usually when you sit across the table from us, you know what we do. 
and we know that you know that. So whatever you think you're paying us for is what we're doing. Um, like I said earlier, a lot of people go to a, it would be akin to uh, calling a plumber and it, then they're actually an electrician. <laughs> so you would never call an electrician to fix your toilet. Um, so just on, w w when you sit across the table from us, you're paying us for a service and we match that service to what you think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the, just the full transparency, right? Yeah. Yep. Incredibly important, particularly yeah. in this industry. Um, when you think you're getting transparency, sometimes you are, um, but maybe not. Right. Yeah. Well, I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? Um, typically, uh, we've got, you know, we've got a couple different emails. Um, I'm a phone guy. Mm. Um, I actually prefer that. Um, but we've got a website. Uh, but I would tell you that the best way is to call 239-689-9364. Super, super. Well, Brendan, this has been a lot of fun, uh, as well as uh, a lot of learning here. So again, appreciate you being a part of this and wish you guys the absolute best going forward. Thank you very much, Charlie. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.